You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like Rollstone Bank and Trust, where you matter most. Why should your business be a member of the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce? It's actually quite simple. The Chamber is dedicated to protecting and promoting the local business community. Our primary goals? To advance the region, help business owners network and grow, and to advocate on behalf of the business community. Joining the Chamber makes good business sense. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon and Kat Deal joining you on the road for the North Central Massachusetts Chamber. We're over at RC Excitement at 208 Bemis Road. And Kat, who do we have for guests today? Okay, we have Todd and Toddy. I just want to say I've never been in the world of RC, so I'm so glad that both of you are able to join us today. And I was wondering, could you guys introduce yourselves and, and give your titles? And so I'm Toddy Anderson. My dad and I own RC Excitement in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Uh, we've been in the hobby. Well, I've been a hobby all my life. Uh, Twenty-four years now. Yeah, I, put a, I put a radio in his hands when he was two and a half. So <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know any different. And we play with toy cars for a living. We have a RC hobby store here in Fitchburg. Thirty-seven hundred square foot store, five tracks, four thousand foot rock crawling course outside. So we deal with you know RC boats, planes, rock crawlers, race cars. Pretty much you you name it, you dream it, we can make it. Yeah, we have racetracks and basher tracks and dirt oval racetracks and crawler courses indoors and out. So Before we started, Todd, you were actually telling me you're coming up on 22 years of RC excitement this April. Yes. Yeah, April will be 22 years. How did you get started in the hobby business? Uh, it started as a hobby for me. And, you know, I had a track in the, in the woods, believe it or not, with a friend of mine. And then, you know, I talked uh, some other guys into coming over to play. And it was fun doing that. But then, the, you know, it became... You know, let's have more people do it. So I started a club. We built a track at a hot dog stand in <laughs> Rutland. And the, uh, you know, people coming out to eat, you know, hot dogs and ice cream and stuff like that, they'd watch us race and then they'd show up the next week. So, you know, the club went from six of us to 80 in a couple of months. And that was uh, a sign I needed to do a job with it instead of just volunteering to do it. So, so your hobby became your career. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. It's it's not a bad thing. I get to play with toy cars for a living. So <laughs> nothing really more passionate than that. Turning your hobby into a, you know, career aspect. Yeah, twenty two years day. says a lot. That yeah. this is not just your passion, though. There's a lot of other people's passion as well. Well, yeah. I mean, Sunday would have told you that. Just with the ninety uh, <laughs> something entries we had, just on rock crawling, and then another uh, almost fifty on uh, dirt racing. So. It was a bit much to uh, to take on in one day, but we <laughs> we had a packed house. We got house. through it. Yeah, we had fun. Everybody was having a good time. Oh, so. that's important. I have to chuckle when you say toy cars because I look at the cars here and, and and the SUVs and the Jeeps and everything else, and you've got some really dynamic vehicles here. Oh yeah, I mean, there's cars here that'll go, you know, well, 80, 110 miles an hour even. But, you know, I still look at them as, as toy cars, even though some people would be like, oh, no, they're, you know, scaled down race cars. <laughs> yeah, one of our racers has a sticker on the back of his wing. It says it's not a toy car. It's a toy race car. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We're, we're a bunch of adults playing with toys. You have a lot of toys, and I understand you recently expanded uh, the amount of inventory you've got here, and, and your shop actually looks entirely different if folks haven't been in here for a few months. Yeah, yeah. Back in June, um, we, you know, took the uh, carpet track that we had out. This shop was just getting too crowded. So, you know, we expanded from 1,660 square feet to 3,700 square feet for the store. So, and, and, you know, opened things right up, made it a bit brighter and more open. It, it turns out there was people apprehensive to come in because it, it um, made them anxious with how crowded it, it became because we'd still get a bunch of people in here, but we didn't have the space, mm-hmm. you know. We, and We had it, too, where our old school shop mentality where it was just pack it full. You know, when you have 1,600 square feet to work with, you have to work with all of it. Yeah. And what we would do is pile it to the ceiling. And it, we definitely didn't realize it was causing claustrophobia in some of our anxious customers. And there's a lot of people that have this as a sanctuary. So when they come down and have it where they want to be there down and enjoying the time, you know, you don't want to have them be anxious in yeah. the store and then walk out of the store as quick as possible, get what they need. So now our store layout is more like an Apple store. Um, everything's touchable. So if you wanted to see a product that you, you know, X Max, Trax is X Max, everybody knows that one. If you want to see that out of the box, touch it, feel it, actually squish the tires. The hood. Yep, yeah, get you can see the everything. The, uh, the other thing is, well, it was Toddy's idea to a way to set the whole store up. Um, nothing in the center of the store is higher than five feet. So you can see from the, from the front to the back, the display cars is probably, I don't know, 60, 70 cars on display that you can, you know, take the body off and look at them. A ton of them are demos, so we take them out and show you how they go, or we have uh, rock crawlers you can try out. We've got an indoor course, an outdoor course, so you can go out and have some fun, too. Finding more and more ways to make the product come alive, because when you're just looking at a box, it's not really that crazy. Yeah, and it's funny because I've never been in here, and the building is enormous, and I wasn't sure what to expect, but when you walk in, it is very light, but it is it is a little overload on the senses, but in a really positive way because <laughs> it's colorful and there's cars everywhere. But you do you have cars out in the center that people can you know see instead of just the boxes, which as you guys expanded, but you you've got the product because it still goes to the ceiling. Yeah. Just gonna say on the yeah. sides, you only, on the sides. Only, only on the sides, only on the sides, yeah, only on the sides. And Todd, you mentioned this being a sanctuary, and I want to get a little bit into the hobby community. Todd, you mentioned your group went from a very small group to a massive group. What's the RC community like here in North Central Massachusetts and, and at RC Excitement? We've built a very positive community. Uh, we, we definitely protect our environment to make sure that it stays what we're looking for. Family friendly. Yeah, family that's, friendly is a very that's important the key. atmosphere. Um, with anything competitive, you know, when you go out into competitive race scene or competitive rock crawling, it's going to become where everybody wants to win. And there mm-hmm. can only be a couple winners and... It's going to be everybody that's just participating in that aspect. So we want to make sure that everybody's having fun. And we make sure that thing. people stay on their best behavior. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so and that's, that's Some a, passion, huh? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a big theme around here that we, you know, we do protect our environment. We make sure people aren't going to, you know, um, do anything that's going to upset, you know, mom or, or dad or the kids. I don't want anybody being scared or intimidated or, or anything like that. So... We're very, very conscious of that. And one of the things that I noticed when I was on your website is several of the testimonies talk about the fact that even if you're a newbie and you come in here, it's very welcoming. And that intimidation that people might wonder if they're trying to get into a new hobby, you guys really do everything you can to, to mitigate that. Yeah, we, we understand it's complete different language. Yeah. You know, no one knows about what an electronic speed controller is. And that's what we're here for the entire time is to inform and help them along their process of learning. Well, it, it all stems from my beginning in the hobby. The first couple of places mm-hmm. I had gone, it was very intimidating. People <laughs> didn't want to talk to you. They, mm-hmm. 
you know, they just wanted to do their thing. They huddled over their stuff. They didn't help you in any way. Towels over their cars so you couldn't yeah. see their car. So I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I literally, you know, the first racetrack that I had ever gone to, I walked in, I walked around, and I left yeah. because I just did not feel welcome at all. So we go out of our way. We have a mentor program for people who want to start racing and things like that. We'll set you up with a, you know, an experienced driver. So you can see what it's like. They'll drive your car to make sure that it's the car that's, you know, functioning properly. And, you know, maybe your driving's not up to, up to snuff yet. But the, <laughs> it's, for me, it's, uh, the biggest thing is to make people comfortable. Because I know that I went through a period of time I just did not feel comfortable. And, and I don't ever want that here. It's very family-friendly. It's obviously family-friendly. It's not only run by a family, but that you walk in and you, you definitely, you know, it's a very nice atmosphere. Everyone is very welcoming when we walked in today. I obviously am not a racer. I have no, I don't even know. You keep saying rock climber, and I have an idea of what that is. <laughs> just think but, of a Jeep going yeah, over the rocks. That's yep. what I'm thinking in my head. But um, just to have such a great place for the community to rally around uh, is is something that's very unique here in North Central. There's, there's not another like it. Yeah. But I understand that there's also worldwide claim to RC excitement. Yeah, I mean... We try know, not to get... <laughs> we're, we're known in the RC community, but for me, it's it's... You can have likes on Facebook and things like that, but that, that's not the important thing for me. It's the the people who come in and you know enjoy, want to enjoy business, the place, enjoy what we've done, and you know it's it's um, pleasantly surprising on how the whole family is getting involved now. Before it was just just the adults and maybe the kids and and things like that, but now it's a situation where mom will have a truck or. In you know Andrew's case, his wife has seven of her own trucks. <laughs> James's case, one of our old employees, uh, James, used to actually have. You know, I mean, he has they nine had kids, forty nine so. cars at one point <laughs> because all the kids had a fast car and a crawler, and the mom and dad had cars. So that, yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's a very family friendly hobby. And speaking of family, when you talk about this being a family operation, it really is for you. What's it like to see Toddy come up? And be an employee here and be an integral part. I know he's very active on the social media side of things and, and on the racing circuit with the sponsorships. Yeah. Well, he's never had a, an allowance. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's always had a paycheck. You know, I, I put him to work at a real young age. So that way he'd uh, understand it was his money. He could spend it however he wanted to. And, you know, it, it made a difference. So it is nice to see him. He's, he's the manager of the store now. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not as uh, needed to work just in the store. I can work on the business and, and make sure that our future's, you know, bright with it because you get too tied up, you know, just with the day-to-day, you're not going to plan for the future, so. And as an entrepreneur, when you think of the word future, I think that's always the big thing is, you know, it's trying to set a business up for your family down the road. Yeah, that's 100%. That's what my focus has been for all this time. We, we even have a date picked out where I'll yeah. semi-retire and, and he'll, uh, he'll take over the regular day-to-day operation. I do look forward to that as well because mm-hmm. I think it's one of the biggest you know respect and honor things you can do is retiring your own parents. And that's been so... That just sounds weird. I know, it does sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> but having it where you can continue the legacy yeah. uh, as good, if not better, of finding a oh, broader better. customer audience. <laughs> I've, been, I've been learning along the way. And I've been learning from a good mentor. He's, he's got something that he can build upon. So it'll, it'll definitely be better than what it is. And Toddy, did you always know that you were going to be involved in this to the level that you are now? Was it kind of like, you know, I want to get involved with my mom and dad and, and with the business? Or, or were you not sure at any point? So yes and no. I had it where at first I was like, oh yeah, working at the shop's cool. And I started to go to school for mechanical engineering because I thought I wanted to design the product. And I actually booked the exact job that I wanted. 
And I got in with a company called Horizon Hobby, which is one of the biggest distributors. And I got in as an intern slash part-time designer because I have SolidWorks experience and I have design experience. And being with the industry so long, you kind of know how the cars operate. And (laughs) right as I got that job, I think I only lasted two months because I was like, I I don't want to be behind a desk job. Like I, I go from talking to so many people and hanging out with my family all the time and this it wasn't just breaking the comfort zone. It was, this isn't what I want. Mm-hmm. And realizing that made me come back to it and have this reignited passion for, well, okay, if this is what I want, I might as well do this as best as I can and make sure that everybody else is having as much fun as what my dad's brought me before. So well, our, our job is literally hanging out and talking to people about RC stuff and toy cars and what they can do and have fun with and, and all that. So, and it, it's a very social thing. So it's actually an enjoyable place to be. People come here to hang out on their days off when we were absolutely mobbed during school vacation. So people are excited to be here yeah. and it's our job. We're actually getting paid to, to hang out and talk to them. Toddy, you were talking about um, coming back to this and, and that this was more of your passion, but you're also a very accomplished racer yourself. Yeah, I'm all right. You're all right. Okay. So dad was bragging more than that earlier <laughs> no. on you, 100%. But can you talk to us a little bit about the competition and what goes into that and how much time does that take of from away from the store? I mean, so it's definitely a balancing act with that aspect. Uh, during the really busy months, it almost just gets put on the complete back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, with dad raising me in the RC store and on the RC track, I've had close to 100,000 hours behind the wheel of an RC car. You know, it sounds crazy to say, but when you do it all your life and you just, you have a free track to go drive on, you kind of take advantage of that as much as possible. Well, he'd come to work with me, you know, all the time. And that was uh, advantage, disadvantage. He'd be able to go out and drive and have fun, but then he'd break something, come up and he'd be like, <laughs> Dad, I need help. He'd be like, yeah, I'm, okay, like, go fix it. I'm like, buddy, I'm, I'm working yeah. here. So I'd be, I'd tell him, you know, fix this, fix this, fix this. And I'm talking, you know, seven, eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. And so he'd go down back, he'd work on his car, he'd fix it. He'd come. So he learned mechanics, you know, at an extremely young age. And by the time he was 10, he'd already gotten sponsored. And it was the funniest thing to see a 10-year-old sitting down back in the pits with a bunch of adults hanging around him, <laughs> you know, asking him questions. How do I do this? How do I fix that? What do I do for setup here? And part of the time, I didn't even know what car was out. Like, didn't know the car I was driving. Yeah. It was just, Dad gave me this one, so I'd just drive it as fast as possible. <laughs> So for a while it became that. And then as we traveled more and more, you know, dad and I have traveled all around the, the world, let yeah. alone country. Been to California and Florida as far as that on the in the United States. But we've also been as far as Slovakia, Germany, just to drive toy cars. Wow. I've been to and, China uh, and Japan, too. Wow. Yeah. See, worldwide acclaim. Yeah. 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 They knew us in Slovakia. That was kind of weird. Oh, that is weird, I'm sure. Yeah. So you're big in Europe. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, as far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> a couple people knew us, but... That really is amazing. And we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We'll continue our conversation over at RC Excitement at 208 Bemis Road here in Fitchburg. The business world is more competitive than ever, and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. 
Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Conn and Kat Deal on the road with RC Excitement at 208 Bemis Road in Fitchburg. We're talking to Todd and Toddy Anderson. And getting back to the tracks here, you said having a free track to play on. There's a lot of different, multiple different tracks here. Can you tell us about some of the different tracks that folks can come and utilize when they're here? Yeah, I mean, we have an inside off-road dirt track. That's mm-hmm. kind of our previous claim to fame is where, where it all started. You know, the, the hot dog stand started as the track, so that's always been why we did this. And that's when the passion arrived. And then Toddy had the idea of being able to incorporate an indoor dirt oval in, uh, into the design, which he just finished today. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> Again, just so this is the second time that we've done a, you know, a dirt oval because we have an outdoor dirt oval track, and that is incredibly popular. It's like a party out there on a Friday night. We would be, get 80 entries on yeah. a Friday night, so wow. it's but great atmosphere. Under the lights as well, too, so it's just like you're at the real dirt oval track. But and, racing breaks out in, in the middle of it all. So. Yeah, <laughs> and we wanted to emulate that back inside as well yeah. because to pass up on that opportunity of having them back, you don't want to alienate your customers of having it where they can run, but only during the summertime. Yeah, mm-hmm. And with the ability to... You know, it wasn't easy, but figure out what we had to do to be able to operate not only with the dirt oval guys, but still have the off-road guys as pleased as possible. And, you know, you don't want to kick them out being like, oh, we're going circle track only. Well, this, this <laughs> so. is why the place will continue to improve because these are things he, he did the shop layout. He figured out how to turn the uh, indoor course into a multi-purpose track. That was something that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I, I can't take all the that. credit in that aspect, though. <laughs> you know, I just pitched the ideas to Dad with that of – He's always never been a fan of just telling me the idea, so I've had to rethink it out or design yeah. it ahead of time and pitch it to him fully complete of this is why it's going to work rather than just have it where it's like, hey, we should do this. Well, I know when to say yes a lot of the time. <laughs> if it, and we just had that exact thing happen. We had uh, the crawler event we had on Sunday. It was, was Howard. It was called The Hangover. And one of my guys, you know, he came to me a couple months ago and he said, hey, uh, New Year's falls on a Sunday. Can we have a crawler event? I was like, mm, Yes. Okay, and he did it all. I mean, between him and Ed and Andrew and a, and a, a bunch of helpers. We didn't you know, even have a course set up. The course it was, wasn't it was even just... close to finished. They, <laughs> yeah. they built the whole thing. Wow. Guys came in to help out, and uh, they built the course because we had a deadline now. And they did the flyer, and we got shirts done, and we had all the plaques and, and all the marketing. I didn't do virtually any of it. I ordered the shirts. <laughs> So, but yeah, other than that, these guys, you know, just made it happen. So, so first time event and it was a s- huge success, it sounds biggest, like. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest indoor crawler event we've ever had. And I know that's not the only events that you have, that you've have you've had lots of events. Can you guys talk about the kind of events that you hold on a, a rotating basis or special events that you have? Weekly, we have club racing. Mm-hmm. Thursday nights and Sundays, we have off-road racing. Friday nights are, you know, oval, dirt oval racing. Uh, then once a month, at least once a month, we have a crawler event. Um, it could be a what we call the expedition series, which is like a fun run. Um, the challenges along the way, you get um, for each lap that you complete, you get a raffle ticket. Uh, there's four events throughout the year. It's an outdoor thing because it utilizes the whole 4,000-foot course. Yeah, what he means by lap is it completes the entire 4,000-foot circuit. So it's it's takes about an hour and a half to walk the whole thing at crawling speed. Wow. Um, and there's challenges along the way, so you get tickets for each challenge that you complete. And then at the end of the year, um, we, you know, we have a whole raffle. I mean, this year was thousands and thousands of dollars in product that wow. was given away for people. And there was no skill level involved. You, you complete the challenge, you get a ticket. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's only 20 bucks to, to enter each event. You don't have to attend all of them. The tickets have your name on it. You don't even have to be here for the last and one. We try to be very aware that there's multiple different demographics between even the similar industries, say rock crawling. There's some guys that want to be ultra competitive and be like, I did it better than you. And they want the bragging rights. And then there's the casual crawlers that just want to go out there and have fun and mm-hmm. crawl as slow or as fast as they want with their friends. That's they the one that the whole family that. shows up. Yep. Yeah. There'll be four or five people of the same family, mom, dad, the kids. They're out, you know, during the expedition series, just cruising along on the course. And there'll be a group of 40 of them crawling at the same time on the same rocks with each other as they go along the circuit together. So mm-hmm. they'll help each other along the way. Say a truck flips over. Instead of touching the truck yourself, you normally try to have someone winch it over with a remote-controlled winch so they go as scale as possible. And, you know, in this hobby, it's a way for people to really get to know each other. Yeah. I had somebody say to me the other day, he's like, I, I'm so happy I found you guys. And and this is the stuff that kind of chokes you up now and again. He's like, you have no idea. I was so lonely before, and now I have a place to be. And they'll, he's got dozens of friends out back, you know, because he's a regular that shows up racing, and, you know, he's just enjoying the place that much. So... That's why we work so hard, because I know this is a place that people, it is a sanctuary for people. We're like that Planet Fitness No Judgment Zone. <laughs> no Judgment Zone. I like that. I mean, we're all outcasts. We're all a bunch of, we Misfits. weren't popular in school. We were just hanging out with our toy cars. We weren't the jocks of the school. We weren't doing that. We just really enjoyed what we enjoyed. Jocks are still welcome. They just oh, have of to course. behave. Yeah, just <laughs> apply to the family-friendly aspect. <laughs> but in addition to being the sanctuary for folks, I know there's a lot of give back, um, whether it's you know donating toys to area kids yeah. or, or doing food drives and different things like that. And yeah. you, you've had officials come out from the city for kind of celebrity races. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a big community give back aspect to RC Excitement as well. People in this hobby are very generous. Um, so we're, we're real fortunate to be able to have that to utilize. So we just did the Toys for Tots race. Mm-hmm. Um, the mayor was here, the police chief was here, you know, representatives from the uh, fire department. And so um, we put them out on the track to have them race and, and have a good time and stuff. It was a VIP race. But in that one, instead of uh, paying an entry fee, they donate a toy. Um, so we had, I don't know, a car and a half load of toys that we brought down and, and donated. So people were incredibly generous. They were even coming in here just to buy toys to donate. So... We've got that one, and then uh, we do the same thing. Um, we've got the supply run, we call it. It's for school supplies. Uh, we do that in the uh, end of summer. And also the Drive for Hunger will be coming up shortly. But Some, we, what we try to do is we do the Drive for Hunger. Uh, so many people think about... Uh, Christmas time. and Yeah, Christmas Thanksgiving time, Thanksgiving. Time. That's when the people are donating food because that's when they think about it. So we try to pause and do that after when I think that the need's even greater at that point. One of those things, too, where it actually hits close to home for us is a lot of the reason why we do what we do. Uh, We were never as fortunate before, and now having the opportunity to use our community to help out the community of Fitchburg or the community even more broad than that definitely hits close to home of what we love to be able to do. Yeah, I, I know what it's like to get a box of food from the church, and that's it was a it was a great feeling of relief to get that so I know the receiving end so I you know I like to be on that other side of it so it's incredible uh, it is it's really incredible because it's not just that you're thinking of you know giving back for you know one thing but you do it all year round mm-hmm. and it really does give you close ties to the community 
I would say. And um, as someone who has driven by many times, I hope that more people understand and come in and see all of what you have. But I would curious if we could go back as someone who would be a newbie if I came in. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about like what is the process? Like what does someone have to do to get involved? What is the first thing they should do besides coming here and talking to you? Uh, you know, the first thing um, that we do is we, we ask a lot of questions. Not, you know, no pressure or anything like that. But, you know, we try to get an idea who it's for. If it's for you, um, per se, then I ask you, you know, have you driven anything? Is there anything in particular that you find appealing? Where do you, you want to drive it? Yeah. What type of vehicle? Do you, you like going for? fast or slow? Because mm-hmm. um, that'll lead to ideas of what might work for you. But it doesn't matter what I like. It's a matter of what's going to work for the person that, you know, that I'm talking to. So and we train all of our employees to be able to find uh, the perfect purchase for each customer because we want the customer to be happy the day they walk out of the store, three months from now, uh, you know, a year from now. We want them to actually be happy with the product they're buying rather than just, I bought this, I didn't like it, but it is what it is. Yeah, we do very, very little advertising. It's generally all based on word of mouth. So we're, you know, incredibly fortunate that people are so happy with us that they, you know, they want to tell their friends. And we, we back things up afterwards, too, because if somebody's just not happy with, with something, even if they've used it a bunch, we can take that back as a used vehicle and, and get them into something else. We'll if find we, a way to get them exactly what they look Yeah, for. if we've done our jobs, though, like um, we just went through Christmas. We had very, very, very few returns, only, only a couple. And, and generally it's um, a gift that someone thought someone might like. Mm-hmm. Um, it was only so many... Only so many questions we can ask a gift yeah. giver to, you know, <laughs> yeah. to nail down to that. But we're, you know, incredibly fortunate that with all the questions, we're able to, you know, pretty well figure out what you what you'd like. Now, someone buys a car, they start racing here. Inevitably, you know, you're putting these cars through their paces. I saw some of the heights that they'll get on these jumps. You now yeah. things can break. What happens if something breaks? Is it serviced like it would, like a like going to a car dealership kind of thing, or <laughs> so how does that work? Technically, we can definitely take it in as a check-in service. Yeah, uh, if you just don't want to touch it at all so you're completely you know overwhelmed with oh my god my a-arm broke we can definitely check it in uh have it where we'll fix it for you for a service charge Mm -hmm. or we also have a table set up with a bunch of tools that rather than have it where we just fix it and then give you back fixed we can guide you along the way of how to fix your own product that way you can get more and more comfortable because it is your car so we want them to be able to have the confidence to work on their vehicle by themselves or just with guidance it goes for the little kids I don't care if you're eight, <laughs> you know how to turn a wrench. <laughs> Let's go, kid. We, you know, we'll get this figured out. So it's amazing how quickly kid will go from, I don't know what to do, to a little guidance. And all of a sudden, you know, they're showing other people how to do it. So that, that for me is incredibly rewarding. So there's like a whole almost program where you're teaching these folks how to repair their own vehicles. Oh, yeah. We, we actually have workshops, too. Not consistently, but mm-hmm. we, we try to put them out there. We, we had a um, table set up in the back. Uh, day after Christmas, actually a couple of days after Christmas. So people could come in and we could guide them through it. We had tools set up. We actually had a staff member um, that was dedicated to just showing people how to, you know, how to work on their stuff. But if we can teach people how to work on their own things, it, it makes the hobby that much more engaging. And I think that it really speaks volumes to the type of business that you're running where you have the ability to make money off of doing those repairs, but instead you want this to be much more of a community and for the person to have ownership of that vehicle and are teaching them how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And as we are talking about this behind 
Todd and Travis is uh, large four screen TVs showing um, stuff. Earlier, it was showing how to do repairs. Mm -hmm. And I understand that you guys have a YouTube page that you, a channel that you utilize for some of that as well. Yeah, it's just RC Excitement, just our name here. Uh, we are going to be broadening that YouTube channel to have it where it's more tutorial videos, um, more of if you like this car, let's show you what it's all about. Let's show you the features and benefits of why that vehicle fits your needs best. Well, here's um, how to use your charger. Here's yep. how you know to use these batteries, and what's the difference with this, and and that sort of thing. It's not you know we're just not trying to get likes or things like that. We're just trying to help people. So <laughs> have it's that information base. Well, it's yeah. also we can show you here, but if you can go back home and watch the video again, it's a nice you know it's a nice reminder on how to do something. Yeah. Well, everybody's learning everything on YouTube, so oh, yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. I love the fact that as I'm sitting here, I'm watching you unpack stuff. Yep. Um, you know, you're getting, you're showing off new equipment and features. And I think it's such a great way to help someone who has an interest to say, oh, there's, there's this, all this support available yeah. and a community behind it because the idea of community has come up a lot and it's a very, um, exciting thing to be a part of something that's so large like that. And you have folks that are making long lasting relationships with uh, to the point where, weddings and, and things like that. We've got one guy who married his race buddy's sister, <laughs> you know, because she came down to, you know, watch him race and they met and, and she came down more often and now they have Love two on kids. The tracks. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, people have been in each other's weddings. They travel together. My best friend is a, is a guy I met because he came in to race. And we've my been, best friend too, technically. Yeah, was. yeah actually, yeah. it's his son. We've been on vacation together. Yeah. Many, I talked to him my whole ride in today, and he was just a guy who raced toy cars with me. So, yeah, it's it's uh, and they're lasting friendships, yeah. which is which is amazing. Sharing that common interest definitely allows it to be that kind of wall taken down mm -hmm. friendship. You know, you have that always easy to talk to situation where you know you go out to a bar together, or you just go and hang out at the go kart track together. You always have that camaraderie of. Oh, did you see that race where we did this or this track or, you know, anything with RC? They normally have a common interest they can talk about. Well, he was at a race uh, back in November um, in South Carolina. Then a whole bunch of guys from here went. So they, they're all hanging out together, racing that's so together, awesome. that's, that's going to dinner great. together. Yeah, I've been on dozens and dozens of race trips with lots of people. So That's phenomenal. It's fun. It's awesome. I know we have to wrap things up in a few minutes, but I do want to mention there are some under their inventory here in terms of like boats. As, and is there planes in the corner? Too? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got lots of airplanes. I mean, right now is not the, the hot season for yeah, airplanes right. and, and boats, but believe it or not, we sold a lot of them during the uh, Christmas season. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's boats that go, you know, it, miles well, the, yeah, oh there's, there's super fast ones and there's other ones that will just flip themselves right back over so you never have to go chasing <laughs> after them. So. We had a customer that bought a boat and it wasn't a self-riding boat and he didn't realize that, you know, when they flip over, the previous generation, you'd have to go get it. And in that very moment, once he flipped the first one, he was like, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> so then he came in the next day and got a self-riding self boat. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. way he was able Actually, to. Actually, they even make a tugboat yeah, that, that'll go out the and get boats. the other boat. <laughs> yep. So you have to have a boat for your boat. <laughs> in some cases, that's yeah. what people will do. Because some of these boats are so big, you just can't make them self-riding. They're almost four feet long. Or at oh, least wow. You, you yeah. can have a boat for your boat. We jokingly say that not a single thing in our store is a neat item. You don't need anything we sell. Yeah, we don't sell Nothing. anything you need. But you can. But you want But you want it, yes. and that's, that's one of the beautiful things is we're not selling health insurance or stuff that they're, people are upset to come in and purchase. Yeah. I had to buy it's, a refrigerator, you know, and I was just like, that is not money I wanted to spend. <laughs> 
but people will save up and you know when it's tax return time or or during covid with the uh stimulus checks that was or a busy time for us even before you know tax season we'll have yeah. it where we have in the SEMA program where it allows you to pay 90 days worth of payment in total at interest-free you can start your lease now and once tax season comes around you just pay off the lease it's literally a 50 dollars initial payment and you know if you get it paid off in those 90 days you're playing with it today so for listeners that want to come out um either they're already into rc or they want to get into rc and find out more about the, the classes and and the races and and all the products you have here what's the best way for them to get in touch with you I mean, the easiest thing is to come down. Yeah. It, it's it's worth walking in. And, uh, you know, we have demo trucks that you can either see us driving them or even take out and just have some fun on the crawler course. We used to do fast cars, but we actually had people punching a bunch of holes in the wall with the trucks. So <laughs> it's easier to go with the uh, the slower ones. Yeah, there is throttle and steering. Some people didn't know about the steering <laughs> part of it. So. Just got to go fast. Yep. So, just yeah, I mean, go fast. It, you can always check out the website, too. Uh, Facebook's probably where it's got the most current, up-to-date you know, Facebook, information. Instagram. That, that yep. gets updated daily, multiple times. Um, but the rcxcitement.com is the is the website and, and Facebook. It's just RC Excitement. easy to find. And what are your store hours? We're open 12 to twelve to 6, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, 12 to 8, Thursday, Friday for racing. So there's racing each uh, Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. And then free 10, to watch as well, too. Yeah, 10 to 5 on the weekend. And we have spectator areas, so you can, you know, come in and hang out. You're not going to be... Not going to get hit by a flying truck. Yeah, there's no risk. <laughs> oh, no, there's no risk. I just want to say that um, I love the idea of everything that you guys are doing. It's very community-based, and I hope our listeners do check out your social media. Keep an eye out for the food drive um, and the hunger drive to make sure that they come and participate in that and um, get on your social media and your YouTube page and learn something. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Anybody that's listening from here as well, too, if anybody wants to come in, we have free test drives for them. So we'll offer out free test drives. Excellent. So come out, get your free test drive and talk to Todd and Toddy Anderson at RC Excitement 208 Bemis Road here in Fitchburg. This has been the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.